Hey folks, this is Misha or Agent Agnes. You probably know that if you've gotten this far in the podcast so far. I just wanted to say we appreciate every single one of your listens and we really hope you enjoy this fun little project we do and we hope uh, that you're having a fun time just kind of tagging along for the ride and uh, it's kind of, you know, chaos-y if you know (laughs) what I'm talking about. Uh, Just... uh, just a little bit of info. If you like us that much and you keep listening every week, we'd really like it if you could like and review uh, whatever platform you listen to us on. That really helps the algor- algorithms for us to, you know, just reach out to more and more people who might like the podcast. And uh, we, you can find us on Instagram at Chaos Engine Pod, and we love to talk to you all. So if you wanted to ask us any questions or reach out, we have some giveaways sometimes. You know, just give us a follow there too. Kind of helps us know what we can do better, and just to reach out to all of you. So thank you all for listening again, and uh, have a great day. <laughs> gather around here to talk about the only known survivor of Mission 2. Yeah. Well, unless Cody's going to bring back the Vulture, but of the OG crew, (laughs) Misha is here. I am. We're going to talk about Agnes. Poor Agnes. Yeah, she's been through a lot. She's she's got gumption. She does. Yeah. She's... (laughs) That she does. Um, I like how so frustrated she is. She's like, I just want answers, and then just gets shit on, and everyone dies, and then she just runs. Everybody everybody (laughs) thinks she's so in on it. I feel so bad for her, but it's like I don't I don't blame anyone for thinking she's in on it. Right. No. I mean, yeah, coming from their point of view makes, makes absolute sense. It does. It really does. Um so before we jump into what your home scene is, I wanted to ask you a couple of questions about Agnes. Yeah. Um what have you thought so far about Agnes's transformation from mission one to mission two? Um, like did you have a specific arc that you wanted her to go on or have you had to like kind of pivot to what you planned or did you have anything planned or, or whatnot? Not specifically. I think from when she started the first mission to the second mission, she had more naivete going into it because I, I kind of feel like she had like main character energy <laughs> when going into it because she was like, I have to figure out this shit. I have to figure out uh, answers on why my father was doing all that culty stuff. And she thinks that this is definitely the way I'm going to get these answers. And then just none of that happened. And okay. I kind of feel like she's more jarred now seeing like acid reflux die right in front of her and like being the only, well, sand Duffy being the only one to, you know, come out of this pretty much unscathed. She still didn't hit a breaking point, yeah. which is miraculous. To I thought we did hit a breaking point the last time. Well, what happened was uh, when she rolled to escape, she hit. I rolled a five, so five mean that she panicked. Right. Yeah, uh, I but, thought you hit a breaking point because we had to talk about that. But uh, no, I'm still two above breaking. Cool, point. perfect. Yeah, but that might change this time because it, I'm, it might. I'm staying at home, so I got to roll those heads. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Um. Okay, that's good. Yeah, because I was always I was asking Tyler and <clears throat> asking Tyler and Jake the same questions, kind of you know, post mortem. Yeah. With what they're planning on doing. Um, Which I'm sure they have an excellent plan B going on. And I'm sure they were getting tired of their characters anyway. With Delta Green, you have to get tired of your characters at some point. No, I think... Like, I still feel bad for killing Tyler's character. Like, it was purely a dice roll. It, oh, I, it wasn't sure. my choice. The other times have probably been my choice. Like, <laughs> it made sense that he was the only one that kind of there. 
Um, he handles it so well, though. He does. He does. But with Agnes, it was kind of that situation where, like, you're you're the only one who made it out so far, and you're the only one coming back to the next mission. So, right. Um, the other question I kind of wanted to ask you was not necessarily like what your thoughts were on her transformation, but have you enjoyed growing as her as a character? Is there anything that's like you wish you would have done differently in the previous two missions? Coming now that you kind of have a better view, or are you like happy with the choices that you made with Agnes? That's a very good question. I wish I would have practiced my southern accent a lot more before we started. I thought it wouldn't be that hard, kind of hard, because you can go really over the deep end. Yeah. Like cartoony. It's like me, me and British, I just slowly like become Australian with it, and then I can't pull it back. Right. So I ended up watching like a lot of Clint Eastwood movies. Nice. And I was like, I got this. <laughs> No, don't go too far, Misha. Uh, but overall, I'm really enjoying going through the mindset of what her journey is because I, I started out with Clary Starling from mm. Silence of the Lambs. And I think there's been so many divergent sections where it just, she's no longer really that character anymore. No. It's like, because we stopped paying attention to Clary Starling after what, Red, wait, Red Dragon was a prequel. Um, Oh, what about Hannibal, right? Yeah, Hannibal. The book, the book Hannibal. The book like she Hannibal. shows up in that a little bit, right? Yeah. And so we don't really know what happens after her that point in her life. And so this character, I feel, is just kind of a whole different character from what that is because, I don't know, she's a little bit more I don't know, crazy. Can you say crazy without like offending anyone? <laughs> I think so. She's more manic. Um, more I need the answers rather than a police officer, which I always like pictured uh, Claire Starling to be. So, well, I, I think I think it was cool to watch. You definitely had that procedural viewpoint coming into mission one, mm-hmm. and then everything that spiraled out of that. You definitely saw a different character in mission two. There was still the basis yeah. there. It felt like. But you definitely handled it differently, whether you meant to or not. I thought it was great. Mm, um, thank you. I don't. I don't know what was in your mindset going into the character for mission two of how you wanted to act, but you you did a very good job. It, to me, it felt like there was definitely a dichotomy of the characters. Yeah, and it's it's a podcast. You have to make things interesting. So I, I, I try not to play her like too boring. But then again, like she ran like four or five, six times in the last campaign. So yeah, but that was also like <laughs> that's what that, she would have done. Exactly. Yeah. Like you got to be true to the character. Ooh, yeah, so, but she's gonna die soon. I'm sure. <laughs> I, we don't know what's gonna. We don't know the future yet. We don't. I don't even know what's gonna happen. That's why I plan as little as possible. Have That's a just good. basic overview of what I want to happen, and then we'll just see what you guys throw at me. That's oh, yeah. kind of how I roll. One of these days, I'm gonna pass on a natural check. It's gonna feel so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna feel so good. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for that. Um, I had another question for you, and I wanted to. Um, is there anything going into mission three? That you're you want to change about how Agnes approaches it, like anything that you're determined, like I think she, like I think she would become this way, mm-hmm. or I think she might develop this type of like personality, or I don't want to say psychosis because that's kind of a negative connotation, but like, is there any habits or anything that you're kind of want to focus on as we go into mission three here with her? I'm definitely thinking she's a little bit more manic. Like, okay. like previously, like, um, like, not like to Jim Duffy level, but not like, quite, but okay. on that road, definitely where I, and I have like a little home scene stuck in my head. Like I didn't write out, but I can describe it. And That's I, fine. I probably yeah. describe her current mindset where she is having those thoughts of, uh, like obsession of like, what the fuck is out there? I have no answer still. Mm-hmm. And yeah, definitely 
Duffy-esque behavior starting to form on in subconscious areas of her brain where okay. she's like, you know, not she to the normal person, she can act normal still. She doesn't have to be like, you know, have to act too much. But then when she's by herself, it's a completely different version of her where she is just like, uh, we'll get into it. But like her stay at home or stay on the case off period is going to be. It'll explain a lot of that where oh, yeah. what her mindset is. That's good. Um, so I did have one thing that I wanted to talk to you about before what? we get into this. What? Uh, talking with Cody, he had mentioned that one of Acid Reflux's last thing when he died would have been to send a text out to everybody to let them know to take care of his cat. No. Now, I feel that Agnes would probably be the only one who would actually follow through with that. She would. But I wanted to put that up to your character to make that choice and not mine. You so want- I had either... I don't know what you had planned for Agnes, because it's only going to be like two or three months at this point mm-hmm. between missions. But I was going to pitch that maybe we open up with Agnes in her home scene at Reflex's compound, and she's like taking it over, taking care of his cats, feeding his chickens, kind of living off the grid. <laughs> Um, I'm assuming maybe Reflex would have left instructions on how to do everything down to like the minutest detail of like, oh, you know. I love that. But I want to run it by you because I haven't brought this, I haven't run this by Cody or anything either. It was just something that he had pitched. He had told me that he was going to do and like, it doesn't make sense for Duffy to do it. No. Vulture's not going to do it. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> I love the Vulture so much, by the way, Cody. And I mean, oh. and, and what's the name's dead? Strauss is dead. So yeah. the only one left to follow through on this was either going to be you or potentially West. And so I wanted to give you the opportunity, if that's something that you think she would do, to do sure. that. Or uh, or you go your own route. I, I don't, I don't want to make those character choices for you. but So, fun fact. Uh, we didn't plan this. Cody and I did not make our characters together when we were making our characters. <laughs> but I also put a cat as one of my bosses. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, then I, do you want to go with that? Uh, let's let's go Perfect. with it. Uh, she's a cat person. There we go. Uh, I don't remember what Reflex's cat's name was, but. Juniper. There we go. No, I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, so I think we open up on that. We open up in Idaho. We see Agnes in... Uh, I don't think maybe she's working from home at whatever. Uh, she's still going to be. F- she'd probably. It's only been two months. It's only been so. two months. Like w- in my head, I kind of picture her just still doing desk jockey stuff, just okay. filing paperwork, uh, submitting reports. How just- do you think she would pitch it to her job to work remotely from Idaho? What would be her excuse for not coming back? Because she was on the East Coast, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah, yeah, she was. So, what would be her excuse to get out of this and like take up residency in Idaho? Is she gonna? Lie about family sickness or something like that, or like uh, sabbatical. Um, yeah, yeah. She could always, yeah. I mean, I she has a really good human, and she's really smart. I bet she could fit, forge some sort of document, like her dad or mom died, and she needs to sure. take like a few months off. Okay, to plan the like uh, the funeral in Idaho. Sure, she has to go like take care of you know the estate. Get yeah, everything off. yeah. Cool. I think that's a good stuff. idea. Um, so, like I said, I think we open up on reflexes. Like cabin out in the woods, mm. we see Agnes. You know, probably in some sweats and a, a you know sweater, sweatshirt, kind of palling around, going out, throwing some feed to the chickens, um, going inside, petting the kitty. I don't think she'd have much use for his like, you know, 
14 screen workstation, but maybe she's got one open that she uses. Just one monitor on because she doesn't know how anything else works. Out of like the six that are there. There's like so many walls of just buttons that she's yeah. like, I don't want to touch any of them. I'm sure there is some database that he saved that will tell you how to do everything. Okay. Like I feel like there's either a book or like an Excel or like a Word document mm-hmm. or like a, you know, a folder on his computer that's just like 1AA, like coffee maker, 1AB, like all of Stuff. Just all of these Starbucks <laughs> coffees and the garbage that yeah. she's never thrown away yet. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so, yeah, I think we see that. We see her there, you know, chicken. I don't know how good of a typer she is, but she's typing away. Oh, she's good. Searching for stuff. And you want to stay on the case. Is that your plan here? That is, I think that was the most logical thing okay. that she would do. Like, uh, you know, you walk into probably Acid Reflex's cabin, everything looks normal, and then you go into the bedroom and it's just like Silvio, Pepe, Silvio situation. Just, just, yes. just strings everywhere trying to attach you know all the logical loopholes and just nice. needs to figure out answers i'm gonna go out i'm gonna make this character decision for you at this point so do if it. you don't like it cool throw it back my way say fuck you i'll, I'll do I'll it i'll tell you tough <laughs> um i like the idea that you and west have given each other like personal numbers like you're oh. not you're no longer using Delta Green numbers. Like she gave you her like her phone number. We're BFFs. Yes. Mm. Um not necessarily that she doesn't trust Delta Green and all of that, but those are like company phones. Mm. And so she gave you her number like off of company record. I love it. So I like that. I, that was kind of an idea I wanted to pitch for you too. I love it. Um, In fact, I didn't even tell him because I didn't know if you wanted it to be a secret from him. You're good. Um, <laughs> but I like this idea that you are keeping on the case. Yeah. And whatnot. And I'm assuming the case is tracking down Marissa Crest. And, uh, yeah, fuck her. <laughs> so, okay. Kill that fucking uh, cunt. I get to, <laughs> you are going to the, you reduce one bond by one yep. as you let other responsibilities lapse. So, what's that going to be? Probably uh, my college teacher because he okay. was local to where I was that and I sense. will no longer be. So, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to make a criminology or roll. So, I got to get some dice here. One sec. And when I said him, I was pointing at Cody. Cody's sitting at the table as well. He is. Hello, you can barely hear me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be using my vast grim dice today. Oh, that sounds deadly. Uh, yeah, it's like, like a Mork Borg in space. There is a way that this role can go bad. Um, so do you want criminology or occult? What are you going to roll here? I'm going to... I should probably have planned this. I did do my homework. I just forgot. So criminology is 61. Occult is uh, 10 base. So let's do criminology. Okay. Here we go. So on a success, it means you uncover some pertinent clue of my devising. Mm-hmm. Uh, an especially valuable one for critical. Failure means you find nothing. A fumble means you think you find a valuable clue, but will turn out to be dangerously wrong. Either way, you suffer one D6 minus three sanity mm-hmm. to come into terms with what happened and observing it over. Uh, uh, blah, blah. Let me try that again. Either way, your agent gains one D6 minus three sanity and come into terms with what happened or in observing it over self destruction if the role means loss of sanity. So there we go. 61, you said, right? Uh, 61 criminality. There we go. Yep. Okay, cool. Um,. So you start digging in to Marissa Crest, and you're looking into her background, right? Like, what is your plan here to exactly try to figure out? Uh, let's see. She was Marissa Crest was the furniture store yes. owner, and I guess the first thing I would want to know is 
is she the leader or is someone else controlling her? Gotcha. Okay. So you start digging into all of this mm-hmm. and um, you, it, it's tough because I mean, this is just a small town. She's just a small town girl living in her lonely world. Okay. Aren't we um, and if there was a midnight train to anywhere, she might have taken it. Hell, she might have taken it when she fled town to get away from y'all because you were going to murder her. Uh, Still am, bitch. <laughs> That's called me stalling as I try to look up what the other character's name was to make sure I don't fumble this as I talk about this. But yeah, you start digging into it. And I think you find maybe a blog from Melissa Beck. Okay. Uh, who is the good witch that you guys found dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see that she's talking about um, just like general healing practices and stuff like that. Um, like what type of crystal to use to ward away this stuff or what's good to sprinkle around your house to keep away evil spirits and yada, yada, yada. Uh, all that made up bullshit that people believe. <laughs> so <laughs> if you believe in that stuff and you shit on people for believing in religion, you are a hypocrite. I will say that now. You don't get to talk shit on people when you believe in make believe stuff too. No, that makes sense. So, Can't refute logic. No, I don't. I don't believe what you want. As long as you're not hurting anybody, I don't give a shit. Um, and you find that she mentions there is a a woman in town who leads a a cult, not necessarily a cult, but like an evil coven. And she's like, hey, just like if anybody's coming to town, like beware of the owner of like this, you know, this business. She she's not good. Yeah. She leads a, a group, so. Um, I think you're able to find out pretty easily, yeah, that's, that actually Sharon Westfield is the, the leader. Sharon Westfield? Yeah. And then you start to kind of dig into it more, and she talks about how um, before all this kind of happened, like when Brudu opened up was kind of when everything started getting weird, like the book club started, and they started kind of gathering and all that kind of stuff. So you're able to... Kind of piece that together. Okay. So, um, and now we're going to roll for some sanity loss. Do you want to roll or do you want me to? You know, last time I said that I rolled a five, so I'm going to have you do it. Okay. <laughs> we're going to roll it out in the, the open here. Yep. Here we go. Rolling dice. That's a one. Still have it. You I'm don't lose for. any sanity. No sanity? I thought uh, I lost one. Uh, no, it's one minus, it's one D6 minus three. Oh, so you, shit. I don't think you regain sanity with a negative two. No. So, <laughs> um, you're good. You, Fuck yeah, you pass. I was like so prepared to finally hit a breaking point. I know, so was I. Mission three, still haven't hit one. <laughs> Mission three, it's gonna happen. I I'm just put that out there. I'm hoping. Just I because I felt like it. mission two, since it was homebrewing, it's hard for me to like put in scenes for losing sanity loss, and I think I have a better handle going into mission three of handling sanity loss. Oh, all right. Um, I'm interested. But reading, I finished two books pretty recently that like kind of changed how I want to approach mission three. Mm-hmm. Like this weekend, in fact, like I read them while I was in Arizona and like reading them and going through and like the descriptions in the books themselves. I'm like, okay, like this is how I can approach stuff and like make it weird and whatnot. Yeah, um, for sure. But it was good. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So if you haven't read Roadside Picnic, check it out. It's very good. And Annihilation, the book is awesome. Oh, really? Completely different from the movie. Like, completely different, but fucking rad. Oh, might have to look that one up then. Love the movie. It's like, 
less than 200 pages. I think it's like 195. Oh. Like I read it in a plane flight, essentially. Oh, so they hobbited it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they definitely, yeah. Well, the, yeah, they're nothing alike. The movie's still <laughs> awesome. Don't get me wrong. I love the movie. The movie is fantastic. But mm-hmm. the book is so, like, no, nobody has a name. They're just the biologist, the archaeologist. The, nobody has a name. I like because that. Because when you're brought into the, the Agent X, you don't have a name, You just, whatever your profession is, so you don't get close to each other. Really cool. Oh, it's like very that. Delta Green esque vibes. Like as you like kind of go through the history of mm-hmm. Southern Reach, which is the group that like investigates uh Area X. Kind of reminds me of what is it, Reservoir Dogs? Kinda, yeah. Yeah, yeah a lot like that. <laughs> um but yeah, so I like that idea. We see you kind of digging in and looking up. You find this information on Sharon. And I think if you start digging into Sharon's background, um, you see that she's got a, a sister in like Snohomish County. Let's say, uh, what's it? Let's say, what's it? Arlington. She's got a sister that lives on Arlington. Uh, her parents are both dead. Uh, and she has a brother who lives in Maine, who is, I mean, he's already in his 70s. So he's pretty old at that point because she was in her 50s, 56 at the same age. So um, her sister. And Arlington's younger than her. She's about 42. So that's what you're able to find. Um, So I don't know if that's something like you'll reach out to them and try to figure anything out on or what. Reach out to like Wes' personal phone or? Oh, that's why. Well, how do you see her handling this information? Would she try to like reach out to the family and see like make up a reason if they heard from Sharon? Mm -hmm. Or how how would she go about that? Do you think? I guess my next question would be if Wes... Is West reinitiated back into Delta Green? Do we know that? You don't know. Uh, can we ask West that? Um, I don't think. I don't think she would talk openly about that. Um, if you asked her, she'd mm-hmm. be like, oh. "If you asked her anything, like if you hinted at, it, she'd be like, I haven't heard anything.' All That's right. the only text you get back." Uh, from Agnes's point of view, I'm going to talk this out loud because it's a podcast and people can't hear my thoughts. Um, <laughs> from Agnes's point of view. West hasn't done anything to not have Agnes's trust. She brought them in from uh, basically against Delta Green's wishes because she was worried about their well-being. Um, she got shot on basically on the on our behalf. She fought them off on our behalf. She's gotten everything that we needed, uh, including information. Yeah, Agnes has no reason to not trust West at this point, uh, especially with West giving her her personal cell phone information so yeah um agnes is going to be extremely open to west about her knowledge okay and i think if you sent that to west she would be like let me check some channels see what i can find out i'll get back to you all right thing um so yeah um bffs they're bffs now guys maybe she'll come spend a weekend out there just drinking wine watching s'mores watching i don't know does wouldn't does agnes watch like netflix or any of those like trashy dramas Probably not. She probably is just like a reader in a chair. She's an old soul. Okay. She's not like Kardashian or no, Housewives or wherever the fuck. She's like a main character sitting in a chair awkwardly reading a book like she's comfortable, but no one thinks that she's comfortable. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That kind of energy. With Juniper <laughs> in her lap. <laughs> With Juniper. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um. All right. Well, do you have anything that you wanted to go over? No, like I planned Did, out this like uh another stay at home. Yeah. This one's like way better. 
So why, why even go over that one if it's not even going to happen? Hey, if you want to go with it, go with it. No, it's basically, it was sort of the same thing. It was like she was just going to be at work, and at the end of the day, like a bunch of people were going to be like, hey, come out to drinks with us. And she's like, oh, maybe next time. And they're like, you always say next time. And then she goes into her apartment and turns on the lights and everything. It's just like freak show, stay on the case. Like everything is like tinfoil, aluminum hat, <laughs> like going kind of out of it, trying to figure out this mission. That's kind of what I had planned. But I like it though. It still it works. It, it works. fits everything. It works. <laughs> it's not too far off. I like no. going and trying to figure out if acid reflux's bed is safe to sleep in. <laughs> like trying to wash the sheets, but not sure if there's plumbing in the house. Stuff like that. I like that. <laughs> I think there'd be plumbing. I think he'd have plumbing. Yeah. I, I would assume so. Yeah. I think most of those cabins by now at least have like a septic tank or anything like that. All right. Oh, I'll trust him on that. But. She's very confident that he had never slept with anyone in the bed, so she didn't bother washing the sheets. <laughs> Joke's on her. <laughs> that guy fucks. <laughs> um, did you you gain you did all of your progressions or your um ability points right as we went along when you failed one? You yeah. don't have any left over there to to upgrade or anything? No, I think I did it all. Okay, good. I just want to check in on that, and make sure you got everything you needed. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm very excited for mission three. Me I think too. It's going to be. Uh, very, very interesting to see how you guys go. I think we'll tie into a little bit of Agnes's background too. Um, I don't think we ever really openly talked about that, have we? Not super much. Yeah. Let's go into it. Do you want to, are you, you want to talk about sure, it or you want to keep it? it? So your dad, your fair, your parents or your dad was part of a cult? Just my dad. So okay. what I had in my head was it was like a parent trap situation. Like both the parents were together. They had twins. Mom took one sister. Spoiler alert. And then uh, the father took another one and went to West Virginia. So, okay. yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, just uh, he turned out to be batshit crazy. There you go. I think, I think there'll be underlying keys within the next mission that will probably affect Agnes in a way or two. Sweet. Um I'm also hoping that you can under, like you'll get the movie references that I'm potentially going to go for. Probably, um, <laughs> I've only seen the movie. Well, uh, mo- most most movies that I do, or most games I do, I usually have like an idea spawns from something. Like, obviously, I'm running a home game that's like, what's what about Predator with Delta Green, Ooh. or the the game I ran previously for uh, Tyler and them, and the home grain home game Delta Green was um, Hot Fuzz, but with Delta, but with ghouls. <laughs> So, like, these ghouls had this well-manicured area that they let people come and live in, but underground was, like, this ghoul colony. Oh, my God. And so they kept putting out this amazing image of this town so that people would come there, and then they could just eat them and replace them. I love that. And just, like, keep, like, feeding that and feeding that. I love that. Um, That's amazing. Which, I I guess it's also, like, Evasion of the Body Snatchers a little bit, but I was mainly going off of, like, Hot Fuzz, where it's just, like, there's this group of town leaders who are corrupt as bad, like, evil shits. Um, so I think, I'm wondering if you'll be able to pick, I'm sure you will. Like, there's one I definitely want to hit, and I think once it happens, you will know automatically what it's from. Nice. Because it's one of the better movies in the past, like, I'd say probably 10 years. Okay. Has it been 10 years? I think so. I get, I'm old. I don't remember movies anymore. I think the last Hannibal content was the TV show, and I think it's almost been 10 years since that ended. Yeah. Like, six or seven years or something, or seven, eight? Eight years? I think eight years. <laughs> right, time goes, man. Yeah. You just like lose it. It's like uh, it's a weird, weird feeling. It is a weird feeling, and so. I was like, you know how Facebook memories come? You don't know, you don't have Facebook, but like Facebook memories come up, and it's like fourteen years ago you posted something, and oh, I was yeah. like, I was a dumb fuck. I got it. Does it with photos where it's like, remember this day ten years ago? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, it's like yo. No, right before Ricky's bored, it's just me like drunk out of my mind. 
doing good something times. stupid. Yeah, I don't want to remember all that. I remember yeah. posting something and I thought I was like really like lit and creative and like, oh, I'm so like individualistic right now. And then I was like, no, you a dumb fuck, Nisha. Yeah. <sighs> I was talking uh, I was talking with my buddy over the weekend when we met up because he doesn't drink anymore as well. And I was like, I can't fathom at my age having a hangover anymore. <laughs> like, I can't think about how just terrible nope. that would feel to be just like, I'm not going to move because my brain hurts because I drink too much. Like, Oof. I just can't. I can't fathom that. Nothing sounds more unappealing than a hangover at this age. Right. Mm-mm. Yeah. Like we even like we uh, we went camping with Rick and them last weekend and like Rick doesn't drink or the weekend before, but Rick doesn't drink. But I was like, this is the prime like camping area to get drunk at. Like everything's walkable. There's bathrooms. Like I'm sure people just get tanked here. Just like be just yeah. giant assholes to everybody around them. But I was proud of us. We didn't do it. Yeah. And we went on a ridiculously stupid hike. And it was very long. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't ready for it. But we got to the top and we saw like I don't know what a flock of vultures is. I don't know if it's a murder. <laughs> But there was like ten like uh, turkey vultures just like circling up top, flying around when we got up oh, there. It's always a good feeling. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, there were hawks, and they got closer. Like, no, it's bigger than a hawk. Those got red heads. Like, those are vultures. Uh, I don't know birds. I would, I would want one. <laughs> Call it my own. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So, well, I'm excited to see how Agnes handles mission three. Um, yeah. We'll get into it here probably in a little bit. I'm interested to see how well the Everything gels once it gets going. But it's definitely, I think it's going to be a little bit different of an opening than we have done the past two. Oh. So we'll see. All we'll right. see how I'm long excited. Me too. So we'll see you then. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.